0: So one of the things we want to talk about tonight is a little bit of the culture of the unique culture that we've been able to cultivate here um, in our prophetic and ministry, prophetic ministry teams and our healing ministry. Share a little bit with us, like what, what is it like in a prophecy room if people haven't experienced it before and What are the ways that people, what are the ways that we minister? What are ways that that our culture is unique here in the House of Prayer related to the prophetic?
1: Yeah, so I'll start, I guess I'll start with like, what is it like um, and kind of, address a question that people often ask about doing prophetic ministry appointments. So essentially, you know, we're virtual now, but before we were virtual, um, you just walk into a room, ask people their name, and then we would just pray and ask God, um, like, just have a time to pray for them and focus on the Father and Holy Spirit and just ask, like, for words to encourage them. Um, We uh, try and do our prophetic ministry based on the word of God I feel like that's one of the distinctives of um of our prophetic ministry. It's not just, oh, whatever, movie references and stuff. or um, But we try and really like have a, a foundation in the scripture um, for everything that we um, prophesy. Um, and then the way that we see is so different. Some people hear phrases from the Lord. They'll get a direct scripture reference. I'm often a person who will get pictures. Um, so then it's like, okay, I have to interpret that. And our goal is just, I always, one of the prayers I love to pray is like just to ask the Lord to like speak specifically and clearly so like we love i love getting words that just like i don't know just encourage someone about god's emotions but like i also want to know like what the activity of the holy Mm. spirit is in somebody's life like just to go like straight forward and like strengthen them in that place Mm -hmm. so it could look like lots of different things it could just look like us encouraging someone in their identity and like in the love of god and in their you know just this solid biblical truths that like feed our our spirits or we could just be like all on like calling and vision and things that the Lord's going to do in their lives. So it really, it really spans, you know, spans um, the spectrum in terms of like, just like the word of God
0: does in terms of revelation. So I know one of the things that's true for me is whenever I go to receive prophetic ministry, you put yourself in such a vulnerable place. You know, I still get nervous whenever I go to prophecy rooms because I recognize I'm, I'm asking God to speak through a person to me you know and it's such an intimate thing yeah. um and it what's really cool over the years is seeing how your how you, as you have faith as you bring your faith into those prophetic ministry mm-hmm. rooms it almost puts a draw on the person that's yeah. ministering to you you yeah. know and uh and it's it's pretty amazing, I feel like as I come with with hunger in prophetic ministry environments, the yeah. accuracy that a lot of those ministry yeah. teams get, yeah. and even recently, someone gave me a prophetic word i had uh, they had no idea what it meant, mm-hmm. but it spoke so specifically to something yeah. in my life. Are there times you can think of where yeah. people have been spoken to in that specific way, or you have that, yeah. that yeah. people have been encouraged or strengthened I, that
1: way um, one one instance that comes to mind um is just a, a man that had um came into our prophetic ministry rooms and the the person that was prophesying over him didn't know that the picture that they were seeing in their in their mind's eye was like the same that he had in a dream like that was like wow. very like uh I guess like unsettling for him and they were able to give the interpretation for him like of the picture and it just like of course it un, like undid him Because that's like, you know, Book of Daniel stuff, right? Like, where, um, you know, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's like, I need you to tell me the dream and I need you to tell me what it means. And like, it's like our team did that without even knowing that that was like what the thing that was on the man's heart. So... Um, I think there's just experiences like that. I mean, from from that level to just you know getting someone's favorite scripture or um, getting a picture for someone—that's something that they you know really hold like something that's super significant for them personally. So um, that's just one that I I think of. But we experience that all the time where um, it's just people uh, testify to that the, the things that we spoke were confirming for them. So.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. So a couple of things we wanted to cover. We kind of want to explain our prophetic yeah. ministry, how people could be a part. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the culture, what people yeah. can expect. If yeah. people want to like become someone who ministers in the yeah. prophetic rooms, how could you connect in that way? And then we're going to talk a little bit just as we wrap up, final five, five to ten minutes, yeah. on how people can grow in hearing God's voice, yeah. grow in faith for healing.
1: Yeah, well, specifically to connect to our ministry, um, like if you really want to, um, you could just email prophecy.healing at ihop-atlanta.com. That would be the first step. Email Prophecy. Prophecy dot healing, healing at ihop-atlanta.com
0: so prophecy.healing mm-hmm. at ihop-atlanta.com yeah com. and
1: we and we could actually we on ramp someone recently um within the last couple weeks uh even though we're doing virtual so we just sent her a link to our audio trainings and the notes and she did observation and then she started serving that sort of uh the sort of the methods that we follow. And there's also like a mini interview process. I'll surprise you with that, where you're going to have to talk to me on the phone because that's what I do for everybody who joins our teams um, just because I want to get to
0: know you if you're going to be serving with us. So and it's such a cool community uh, to serve in yes. because you guys are, are ministering together every week.
1: Yes. Yeah. The
0: people that you're ministering with are prophetic. You yes. probably prophesy over each yes. other within your teams almost every yes. week. Yes. And so, and you get to experience the heart of God together. So it was like one of my favorite places to serve in all the house of prayer over the years.
1: Yeah. And I would say even if you feel like um, unsure about whether that's something that you could do, I would say like step out in faith. And if you're if something's like in your heart, like I would love to try that, to try hearing God's voice more for other people. Like I would at least try, you know, and see because it's not like like the Holy Spirit's the one that gives gifts, right? We don't have to somehow figure out how to get it or earn it. It's the Holy Spirit. And so if you just position yourself, and maybe we'll get into this later when we're talking about, you know, how to grow a prophetic, but if you just position yourself in places where you need to hear the Lord, like he'll meet you in that
0: place. So yeah, the best way to learn to minister to people is to put yourself in front of their needs yeah. and to ask God to use you as a channel. And yeah. that simple, act that is faith. That is activating our faith. And yeah. when we do that, um, God works through us. And I've seen that so many times. Yeah. So Shelly, we were talking a little bit earlier about kind of, if you're learning to hear the voice of God for the first time, yeah. what are the kinds of questions that people might have and how can you grow in it? tell us do you have any you have any thoughts from a perspective of somebody who feels like they're still on the the learning journey right
1: um i would say as somebody like first starting out i think the thing that i struggle with the most is figuring out what i should share and what i shouldn't share Mm -hmm. maybe having that discernment so do you have any like um practicals or advice yeah um that that I feel like that question is a like I could yeah. answer we can take a really long time to answer it I feel like
0: that's people's one of people's um, number one questions but though, like
1: sure. yeah so I think it first depends on like what what it is that you receive feel like you received from the Lord like there's obviously like I said the spectrum of things that God can speak to you about a person or a situation is vast and very varied. Um, So if it's something along, and also I always say too, like when it comes to sharing prophetic words, it also depends on the person that you're sharing with Mm -hmm. and the relationship you have with them. So like relationships are like a bridge, right? So if the prophetic word that you have is a very like heavy one, um, uh, like, I don't know, something related to somebody's calling, but you barely know the person, that might not be a word you want to share with them because Mm -hmm. you don't really know them and you might just want to like, Weigh that one yourself. Pray it more. Mm. If you feel like you get lots of confirmations, then when you go to that person eventually, you would want to, like, super submit it. Mm. <laughs> um, it's just, like, all things that we even do in prophetic ministry. And we also have, like, bounds. Like, we don't ever prophesy anything about anybody's sin. So, like, if you feel like the Lord's highlighting, like, someone's in an area of darkness, unless they're, like, your best, best, bestie friend, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yes. or you could be like, hey, are you dealing with this? Right. And it would be totally comfortable. Then that's something that, like, you would... You wouldn't want to share, um, and uh, yeah, so it really depends on like what it is and like your relationship with the person that you want to share it with, mm-hmm. um, and so the stronger the relationship, the more risks that you can take. Mm. Um, and That's real
0: practical advice yes, in yes, any, yes. in any relationship, yes, yes. choosing what to share and what not to share.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. If you got a really strong relationship, yeah. It's like, even on our teams, like we're, if we're prophesying over one another, it's like a safer place. Like that, that environment is specifically safe where we're learning how to hear God's voice. And so we can share more. So if you're in an environment with friends like that, mm-hmm. it's like, just go, you know, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, but you know, if, again, if it's a tenuous relationship or you're like in a ministry context, like you just, you kind of want to stay away from things that are, um, could lead someone astray if you Mm. end up being wrong. And even in, so there's that discernment piece, but then it's like, I feel like too, what's important is even when you share, how you share it is super important. So what we teach our teams is like, we, we, um, always like use kind of like qualifiers, not because we're not sure if we're hearing God, but just to emphasize the submission of the word that Mm. we're giving them. Right. Mm. So we say, you know, we don't say, I hear the Lord saying for you or thus saith the Lord, you know, (laughs) like X, Y, and Z. And that almost like puts, the person in a bind especially if they have respect for you to like like receive it and they're like okay now I'm stuck she just said that I'm a missionary to Africa and that's what I'm gonna be and if I don't do it God's gonna be mad at me like no 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 we can like give someone the missionary word but be like you know I feel like God is saying that he might be calling you to missions right And then we can even have the extra qualifier, like, please pray about that, you know, like, and just so that it's comfortable and that allows you to take risk and allows them to receive it or not receive it.
0: There's a phrase that Mike Bickle uses in his book, Growing in the Prophetic and Mm -hmm. what I've heard him teach, which is this idea of being supernaturally natural. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the key things that we try to cultivate in our prophetic ministry rooms is that it would just be an environment where, you know, and in our culture of prophetic and this house in general. It'll be a place where people can receive and can receive it as a gift, whatever God is offering Mm -hmm. through another person and that it's given generously and and with a spirit of humility and in a way that's supernaturally natural, you know, Mm. that our voices don't change when we prophesy, you know, and, and, uh, one of the things that's cool in the Bible is, you know, the book of Isaiah, that uh, Isaiah has one of the most developed vocabularies mm-hmm. because he was a prophet that came out of the king's courts. And what that tells me is like, God didn't speak more articulately to Isaiah than he did to Amos. Mm-hmm. It was just Isaiah got to be a part of the process, who his personality was, who he was got to be a process yeah. of the word of the Lord that was released through him. And I mm-hmm. think God still speaks that way. We're vessels, but we get to, how he uses us and works through us is not, uh, we're not prophecy robots, you know, (laughs) devoid of our personality and uniqueness um, Mm. as God ministers through us, so. Well, I have a question that I think is probably the number one question that I hear people ask as we've done prophecy seminars and things like that. What would you say, Stephanie, is the number one way to grow in hearing God's voice? as people say, okay, I think I'm hearing God's voice, but how can I be confident that I'm hearing God's voice? How do I really learn the difference between what's me, what's the devil, and what's God?
1: Yeah, so I I probably... That's an easy one, right? Well, I feel like I'm going to... I mean, the thing that I always tell people about hearing God's voice... The best way to grow in it, and I don't know, yeah, the best way to grow in it, the best way to grow in discernment is to like, to love the Bible, (laughs) like to love the word of God. Um yeah I mean and, and I think the reason is and I was thinking about this the other day like Holy Spirit like he's the one who inspired the word of God and he he's the one that speaks to us when we need to hear God's voice about a particular situation and he speaks Bible like mm. that's that's kind of like his language <laughs> um, and so it's like if you're in the word like it'll enable you to like not only like internalize in your soul like what God is like but it'll enable you to like discern like what is God's will in particular situation and we know that whatever we hear like in our spirit is not going to violate the word of God and so having the word of like that foundation in the word of God is going
0: to enable you to hear him better now you just said a phrase that I'm familiar with and I feel like I understand what it means Uh but maybe for someone who's never heard that phrase before unpack this a little bit right you hear in your spirit yeah Share a little bit, like when someone is tuning in to God in the place of prayer and you're starting to receive impressions, what are some ways that people hear from God in their spirit? Like, how does that work for you?
1: Yeah. So for me, it's like, it's, I mean... So, I've been a Christian for thirteen years. It's changed over time and at different in different seasons, like I've heard more strongly in some ways than in others. Um, I would say one one of the ways is like like phrases or thoughts will come to mind in praying about a particular mm. situation. Like it's not that I'm hearing an audible voice. Or even an internal audible voice, which is something I've experienced before where it's like, you know that you know that you know that you heard it, even though you didn't hear it with your ears. Um, But just like like somewhere a little bit above a gentle whisper, like in there, but like words and phrases and thoughts like in here, you know, that you hear. Um, And uh, then there's also just like a like uh, what I would describe as like a knowing, Mm. you know, like it's like a (laughs) knowing
0: a sense of peace that sometimes comes as those thoughts come to your heart or or even if it's not peaceful, (laughs) I
1: mean like just because like, I don't know, like sometimes you might feel the Lord's challenging you Mm. in something Mm. and you might not like feel that, like, I don't know, peace, but you just know that that's what what God wants you to do. Mm. Like if he's calling you to step out um so yeah i just think it's like a knowing like you just know that you know that it's the lord and Mm -hmm. you can back it up with scripture if you're not sure Mm -hmm. so i
0: think those are great thoughts yeah shelly do you have any other questions um i another
1: yeah prophetic dreams what do, oh, what do you think about those oh, like I, love that. <laughs> um, I was also thinking about this yesterday because um we talked to be talking about like journeying in the prophetic but oh, yes. um I was remembering I had my like first prophetic dream one like just like maybe like a week or two after I had gotten saved oh. but I didn't even really know what like a prophetic dream was mm. I just remember it was like and this may be getting a little too transparent. but I had had like a like kind of like a nightmare traumatic dream mm. like um, probably I think when I was in a te- was a teenager and then it's like after I got saved when I was in college, it's like I had not the same dream, but it's like I don't want to give the details because it would be not pleasant, but wasn't the same dream, but it's like the Lord was doing something redemptive, like mm. same action, but it was redemptive. And it was like a declaration of like freedom in my life. And so, mm. so I, I love when there's stuff like that, where it's just like the Lord encouraging you. Um, I've also just feel like the Lord gives dreams for the sake of direction um, mm-hmm. and help you to like interpret the activity of the Holy Spirit in your life and so like best thing to do is just write it down. I know mm. I had a, a dream. Um, long long time ago where it's like actually like pertinent to my situation now um where it's like the people that are my neighbors right now like I live next to them and like in the dream I was living with them so this is like whatever four years ago but like I don't know if that made sense but like let's say six years ago four four six years ago I had a dream that in the dream I was living with pe- like living with people that I now live next to. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> and so when I was moving, like packing up all my stuff recently because I just moved in November, like I found this like dream journal. And I was reading it and I was like. Like that's super encouraging. Wow. Like, and it was. So you
0: dreamed about people six years ago, <laughs> yes. and you met them just recently.
1: Well, well I crazy. knew who they were, but I didn't know. In the dream I was living with them. I'm sorry, this wasn't meant to be a really big story. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it was something that the Lord very gave specific. me, very specific. Very specific, and it wasn't like this huge, big, grand thing. I just like wrote two sentences: living mm. with so and so, and X, Y, and Z about something and that would Now it's come be. to pass. Yeah, some. Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's just like the Lord can encourage you, and it's. Yeah, it can be kind of confusing, but sometimes I've definitely written down dreams, and then like, you know, a year or two from now, you read it, and you're like, oh, that's what that means. Wow. Like, you just never know. The Lord gives stuff way before, sometimes way, way, way before anything is going to happen related to it. Um and so it's just a matter of stewarding, stewarding what he gives you. So That is
0: really good counsel. Yeah. So I think we are, we are short on time now. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have Stephanie come back and sure. do a whole nother session on prophetic ministry. We didn't even get to talk about healing tonight. But yeah. I think this note on dreams is yeah. the right place to close mm-hmm. this evening. I wonder if you would take a moment and if we could just pray a prayer yeah. of impartation and just ask God to yeah. visit us in our dreams. Yeah. Something I pray for my children every night. And I also wanna mention them because I told them if they watch the show, I would say goodnight to them. So <laughs> I, I hope you guys are still up watching. Kessid, Amron, Pearl, Elisha, Daddy loves you. I'll be home to you in about 15 minutes. So you better watch the end of this and then you better scoot on up into bed, okay? Yeah. All right, now that I've done my daddy duty, Let's pray for the release of dreams. And I pray almost every night for my children that they would encounter Jesus in dreams, that they would encounter angels in dreams, Mm -hmm. because we see that's one of the powerful ways that all throughout the Bible, New Testament and Old Testament, God speaks to his people. And it's one of the most direct ways that we can receive clear communication from heaven. Mm -hmm. And we just want to bless you. Thank you for watching tonight. Mm -hmm. This has been such an enjoyable conversation with you, Stephanie. And let's, let's end our time praying and asking God just to speak in the night as people get ready to go to bed here in a few hours. Mm.
1: so i'm going to i'm going to read a scripture <laughs> it just came to mind cuz i don't want to get it wrong um just it's on topic um but it's just from the book of daniel. Sorry, daniel
0: you know while you're looking for that something really cool that my wife and i did we did a fast over a season and yeah. and we actually wrote out a dream prayer um with different phrases from the bible related to how god meets people in the night and And we actually prayed that every night for like 21 days while we're doing this fast and this prayer. And I believe that even though uh, we didn't necessarily see the fruit of that immediately in the season of fasting, I believe that it's released dreams from heaven over our lives ever since that time. And so, you know, Daniel fasted for interpretation and he fasted and prayed for understanding. And much of that came in the night and in night visions and in dreams. And so this is a biblical idea. And I encourage you as the Holy Spirit inspires you, pray and ask God and be willing to even fast and pray in intentional and specific ways for God to speak in dreams. So, Stephanie, give us the verse.
1: Yeah, so it's it's Daniel chapter 2 and I'm going to read part of verse 20 and then 22. Daniel just says, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever for wisdom and might are his. He reveals deep and secret things and knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. Holy Spirit, I just, I thank you. I thank you that your desire is to take that which is of God, which is of the Father and reveal it to us. You who search the deep things of God. You reveal it to us. So Lord, I just ask you for everyone who's watching now. I ask you for those who'll watch this later. God, I ask you for myself, for Hazen, for Shelly. God, for everyone else who's in this room. Lord, I ask that you would increase us. God, in a spirit of wisdom and revelation. God, I ask specifically for dreams, Lord. God, even like you did in the life of Joseph, Lord, where he was going to take one course of action in his life when he was um, leading his wife Mary, God, but you just spoke to him time and time again through dreams and you just directed their life. You literally directed their life. He was gonna do one thing and then because of the dream, he did something else and it led to life, it led to preservation. So Father, I just ask you for that, in this season as we're just saying, God, to to search us and know us, Lord, I pray. I thank you for the dreams I've had that have just revealed my own heart, Lord, and, and brought me to repentance, Lord. I pray for that, Lord, that, that you, we just give you permission to speak whatever you wanna speak, Lord. Whatever you wanna reveal to us, God, we just say, God, would you reveal it to us in the night seasons? Would you increase, God, revelation in the night? Would you instruct our hearts and give us counsel in the night, God. We just thank you for that and we believe you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name.